when I was a little girl, different ministers would come to our church and at random times they would have all the children come up to the front and they would pray over us. And sometimes they had a special word for each of us or a prayer, you know. And I remember one minister praying over my sister and he said, you're bold, you're a powerhouse. And he said, you're a lion in the body of Christ. <laughs> and I stood right next to her waiting for my turn. And then he got to me and he said, you're a sweetheart, you're a peacemaker. And then he goes, you're a little lamb. And I was like, I wanna be a lion. <laughs> and there's a reason I'm telling you this. I'm Terry Savelle Foy, your cheerleader of dreams, and I want to talk to you today about how to stop being shy, how to accept who you are and still build your confidence so you can fulfill the dream God put in your heart. It may not be what you think today. And real quick, I always like to say a big thank you for subscribing to this channel. That means so much to me and my whole team. We are so grateful for you. And if you haven't joined the Dream Squad and you wanna hear consistent motivation to live your dreams, just push subscribe. So I'm gonna share from personal experience how I overcame shyness in such a profound way so that I can now walk out on a stage of 14,000 people and deliver a message about success from God's word without freaking out. <laughs> so number one is keep a journal. You might be like, huh, <laughs> come again. This right here is the number one way I have overcome shyness and built myself up to go after my scariest dreams. Now, when I say keep a journal, what I mean is journal your prayers and your thoughts. Practice hearing the voice of God and start writing everything you hear. Even if you're not sure if it's really him or if it's just your own voice speaking in your head, journal it. Trust me on this. Nothing will build your confidence more than hearing God speak to you. In fact, I think this is really ironic and kind of funny. I told you how I was told I was a little lamb. Well, I looked up some descriptions of lambs one time, and this is what it said. Lambs are considered dumb, vulnerable. <laughs> they have no sense of direction. Okay, that might be true about me. They're timid, defenseless. I mean, all sorts of negative traits. But I saw one really good trait of the lamb. You know what it said? They recognize the shepherd's voice. I said, yes! <laughs> they said, this is where stupidity ends for the lamb. They have a remarkable instinct for knowing the voice of their shepherd. It said what they lack in direction, they make up for in voice recognition for the shepherd. I thought, yes, that's my superpower, recognizing God's voice, following the leading of the Holy Spirit. But seriously, God's the one who said, my sheep know my voice. So God wants you to know his plan, his next steps for your life, but you'll never know it if you never listen. And you'll, if you never journal, you'll never remember it. So the first time I practiced this advice, I sat in my living room with a journal and a pen, just getting quiet. I was squinting. I mean, I turned off everything, the phone, the TV, the dishwasher. I was listening so hard. <laughs> I thought maybe, possibly, not totally sure, but I heard, I love you, Terry. I've loved you all along. And I wrote that down. And then I just began to cry. And I thought, how could God love me after all the dumb things I've done? And then I read where God loves us with an unconditional love. Like his love isn't based on us making all the conditions perfect. And that changed everything. Since that first day, I've kept a daily journal and this has given me direction, 
wisdom to lead my organization, ideas that have produced millions of dollars. It's given me confidence in who I am in Christ. So number one, journal. Number two, discover your gift. See, God has not only given you a gift, but he's fully counting on you discovering it and developing it. So what is your gift? What are those gifts that are already on the inside of you that God wants you to, oh, you're gonna love this. Stir it up. <laughs> love the giant spoon. God wants you to stir up those gifts. And according to the word of God, people in here are laughing at me. It's gonna bring you before great men and it's gonna prosper you. Did you know that? It's in the Bible. And you know, you might even say, I don't have any special abilities. I'm not that talented. Believe me, I can relate. Now in the book called Now Discover Your Strengths, the authors explain how every person is capable of doing something better than the next 10,000 people. And in most cases, they say our gifts, or they call it the strength zone, those are things that come so natural to us that we don't even see them as gifts. In fact, we tend to think the opposite. We think anybody can do this. But the truth is, not just anyone can do what you do the way you do it. It's your gift. So you have a gift that God has given you and it's already on the inside of you. Your job is to discover it and develop it. And in God's word, there are rewards for developing your gift. Proverbs 18.6 says your gift will make room for you and bring you before great men. Now I knew a precious lady named Vicki who's gone on to heaven now, but she had the gift of hospitality and she knew her gift was to serve. She was determined to be the best at serving. So she began volunteering at our church, serving anywhere she could. Well, then her gift promoted her to head of the hospitality department, serving in the speaker's room. And she was responsible for setting the room up every Sunday morning, picking up the food, displaying it, serving the pastor and ministers on staff, and any guest speakers who came to the church. She never treated this nonchalantly. It was her calling and she put thought into the food she chose, how she decorated the room. She got there before anybody else and she served joyfully every single time. Her gift did exactly what Proverbs 18, 16 says. It brought her before great men and women. She served ministers like Jerry Savelle, my dad, Kenneth Copeland, Keith Moore, John Bevere, Mac Hammond, myself, many others. Not only that, her gift prospered her, like Proverbs 17, eight says, one minister paid for her and her family to go on a Caribbean cruise. Another minister bought her daughter a car. Her rent was paid for many times. Unexpected gifts were given to her. Why? Because she recognized her gift and she used it for God. You know, Miles Monroe said, your gift is not something you learn. It's something God already gave you. It's something you need to just receive and then stir it up. Now, think of the times when people have said to you, Oh, you are so good at that. Don't dismiss that as just a passing comment. They're most likely recognizing one of your gifts. So what do you like to do? Is it work with numbers, sing, create music, write, paint, administration work, design things, coach, anything with sports, dance? Are you artistically inclined? Maybe you enjoy baking. You could bake for me. I love cupcakes. <laughs> do you like to teach or train people, decorate? Are you very organized? You know, Mike Murdoch said, your assignment is not your decision, but your discovery. So what you were designed to do or to be known for is your gift. In other words, what you're able to do, God wants you to do. And once you discover it, you're gonna feel confident and free from shyness. These all help. Okay, the third one, number three, 
is affirm God's word to you. I don't have my list here, but you have the ability to change the entire direction of your life with that little thing under your nose. This right here. It's as simple as it seems. Successful people take a proactive approach to their lives. They don't wait to just see what happens. No, they prophesy their future. Unsuccessful people speak of things as if they're always going to be that way. And the truth is, as long as you continue to declare negative statements over your life, that's exactly what you will continue to experience, right? Now that's why I put together a special download for you this week that will help you stop being shy. It's seven powerful self-image boosting scriptures that you need to hear yourself speak out loud. Now let me tell you, there is nothing more powerful than speaking God's word out of your mouth, but you have to do it. And guess what? Your self-image will get in line with your words. So click the link in the description, put these on your cell phone, and just make a decision to do it. Speak them out. Declare them. That's exactly what I've done. And I mean, think about it. What would happen if you traded all those limiting, debilitating thoughts about yourself, your body, your finances, your career, your marriage, your children, your future, with positive, faith-building scriptures over your self-image? You know what will happen? Your life is going to move in that direction. So success coaches worldwide, they teach the power of positive speaking or making positive affirmations from hospital patients recovering quicker to plants being revived. <laughs> words carry power. So research proves that positive words spoken over yourself, they can improve your health, increase joy, eliminate anxiety and stress, and just bring an overall feeling of joy. Simply put, your words create your reality. So give yourself a pep talk every morning this week by speaking these seven scriptures out loud. Imagine how your life will improve if you consistently declare God's word. Change what you're saying and you'll change what you're seeing. I hope you enjoyed this, this week and just remember I am cheering you on to live your dreams.